What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Strong Life Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by my very own app, the Strong Life app. You can find the link to the Strong Life app in the show notes all across my social media. Did you guys know that every creator has a link tree and in that link tree has all the links where you can get stuff from them? And um, the most important thing that I think you can do is download my fitness app. Um, there's a ton of different programs in there that you can choose from. You can train with me. Um, I have a program that I drop every week that is exactly what I'm doing in the gym. And then I have other things in there. You can do body weight. You can do beginner body weight. You can do three days a week, five days a week, dumbbells at home, full gym, you name it. And I'm adding to that pretty frequently. Also, starting now through December 1st, I have 12 days of Christmas that I'm doing a giveaway. I'm giving away a Ninja Creamy, an air fryer, my favorite coffee maker, the Ninja, um, and just a bunch of other little things just to keep things exciting. But remember, the foundations need to be there. You just need to resistance train a few days a week. Even if it's somewhere else, that's fine. But of course, I want you with me. In my app, you can see me. I do all the recording. I do all the programming. So it's kind of cool. And I'm in there doing announcements. And you can message me. So that's there. I don't I don't know that there's much more value than that. Um, it's $14.99 a month, which is a steal. The second place to be is the First Form Nutrition app. That's where I advise people. I have someone who helps me uh, as well as I'm in graduate school, as you guys know. Um, so you can do, uh, weekly assessments, track your food, exercise, water, supplementation, and then we'll take a look at your food journal. If you need that, help you set your macronutrients and calories to reach your goals. And it is up to you to do the rest. And then the third place is jump into the Facebook group, team strong life, where the best human beings in the world are located. If I do say so myself. And uh, all of those, again, linked in show notes, you can find them anywhere on any of my social media. I know it's a little bit weird thinking like, really, if I download these apps, am I really going to get what I need? Well, it's up to you to execute. That is the key. And I hate to say it like I'm coming in hot in this podcast, but I, I can give you all the tools. You have to be ready and and kind of willing to use them and willing to change some things about your lifestyle to be able to you know, reach the body composition and health goals that you have for yourself. So I'm happy to be a part of that. But let's get into it today. This is going to be a quick one because I want you to have a tool that you could maybe even sit with, something that you can listen to if you struggle in this one specific area. What I'm talking about is mindless eating. And it has been a while since I've been in that place in my own life, but I have been there before for a variety of reasons. Um, as some of you know, I struggled with an eating disorder in my late teens, early 20s. Um, I'll talk about that another time, but binging is something that I understand deeply um, that is incredibly frustrating and difficult for people to, um, to deal with. There's a lot of reasons people do that. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, as you know, but I do have a, a, a degree in psychology, which probably helps me more in this industry, more than anything else, any other certification. And that is an area of interest in mind, behavior around food. Um, 
because I see it so much in my daily work that people want to, and they're trying to change and they are frustrated with some of the habits that they have created. Many of these habits are deep. Um, They go into people's childhoods where maybe a mother brought them to Weight Watchers when they were 10. I've heard a lot of stories like that. And then they end up being kind of closet binge eaters. I have a lot of people who struggle with closet binge eating um, and sort of tell themselves that they don't eat that much. Um, but it's more like they don't eat that much around people or they don't eat that much while they're having a good day. But if you have an issue where you have that mindless eating and you don't know why you do it, let's just try this approach. Okay. The first time I tried this was probably about four years ago. And I did it with a client who was having trouble with sugar and she would just binge on cereal and she couldn't really understand why there's no magic way to stop this. Um, and it's going to take some hard work and some, a mindful approach. Like you have to be sort of present in your body to be able to tackle something like this. And you have to have a desire to want to, um, learn and want to do that. So here we go. This is practical, okay? So before your next meal, sit down with your food, and this could be any meal. Well, let's say your next one, okay? So the next thing you eat, ask yourself these few questions. Number one, is this helpful to me? Like as a person, is this food helpful to me? Am I just eating to just eat? Is it, am I eating because I'm hungry? Is it a habit that I've created? Um, Cause it's, it's going to be one of a few things. Uh, oh, by the way, I want you to sit down with a piece of paper and do this. Okay. I know it sounds crazy, but we're going to basically try to break you out of your trance when it comes to your next meal. And it could be any meal. Again, it could be an apple, but we're going to slow down and be present with the food that we're eating until we get to a point where this is not even a conscious decision that you're asking yourself. It's part of what you do. Um, And again, I can't emphasize this enough. This is not for everybody. This is specifically for people who struggle with mindless eating. So question one, is this helpful to me? And then I want you to think about those other things that I mentioned before. Ask yourself how you feel. Am I hungry? Am I bored? Am I tired? Am I lonely? Those are important questions for you to answer as you're writing down how you feel. And by the way, you're going to do this before you actually have your meal. The second thing is, is this helpful to my body? So I want you to look at the food that you're choosing. Is this helpful to my body? And it shouldn't be hard. Like, don't overthink it. I would probably overthink it. Is this helpful to my body? Can my body use this food for nourishment? Again, am I bored? Am I lonely? Tired? Is this a habit that I've created? Um, and each one of these, you should be able to answer. Yes, no, maybe. These are my feelings. I'm hungry. Not really hungry. Um, and get in touch with what your physical body is experiencing before you have whatever it is you're about to have. And the last question is, is this helpful to my goals? So 
if you are finding yourself in the pantry about to dive into a box of cookies, the whole thing, if, is that helpful to your goals? Now you could say, no, it's not. You could say, yes, it is. You could say, no, I'm not hungry. I'm just feeling emotional. You could say, yes, I'm hungry. But whatever the case is, you want to have an answer to these questions and then make that food a choice for you. Because remember, you can choose to have the whole sleeve or you can choose not to. But when you're when you are mindlessly eating, doesn't it feel like you don't have a choice? It feels like your your body is taken over. There's it's like it feels like I don't want this, but it's happening. Um, or you want it because it it tastes good. Whatever the reason, just just address it and come to terms with it and write it down so that it's there so that you can see it. So those are the three questions before your next whatever you eat. Is this helpful to me? Is this helpful to my body? Is this getting me to my goals? Certainly, if you have a fat loss goal and your goal is to be in a caloric deficit and eat enough protein, like a whole sleeve of cookies probably isn't going to um, be helpful to you. It's not going to be helpful to your body and it's not going to be helpful to your goals. But at the very least, you stopped, you asked yourself those questions, and then you made those cookies a choice. And the beautiful thing about that is even in the moment, it might not feel good and you may feel frustrated, shame, guilt, all those things that people experience in the closet with the cookies or whatever it is. At least you gave yourself a choice. And in my mind, that's a step in the right direction. Even if you still choose those, it's a step in the right direction. And what you're looking for when you're trying to get back into a present style of eating is small wins, any wins. Um but the goal is obviously not to repeat the pattern over and over. So at some point, a huge win is that you stopped yourself before you had that whatever thing it is that is going to send you over the edge or maybe start kick off your binging and you reached for a piece of fruit and that satisfied you and it just gave you enough time to hit pause and kind of break the focus. Um, because when you're somebody, and I, I know many of you will relate to this, when you're going on kind of a binge mindless thing, you're not really, you're not really there. You're not really present because nobody in their right mind who has a fat loss goal would stand there and, you know, binge the way some people have described to me. So there, there's some, some kind of mechanism that we need to break that's going to help you stay back in your body, pull back from whatever zone you're about to go into and find another solution for whatever that feeling is that you think food is going to feed or help you with. Because in the short term, it might, but we all know in the long term, it doesn't, it's not helping. It's, it is creating more stress, more anxiety, um, and it's really difficult for people who keep trying to stop those habits um, when you keep, when you continue to repeat that cycle. Now I've, this isn't an area of my life where I struggle with that anymore. 
And the reason is because I've practiced it so much over the years to be able to have just a healthy, awesome relationship with food, to know myself around food, to understand, um, you know, how it is that I need to approach uh, my relationship with food to the point where I, I don't think about it anymore. And the only reason I do is because I work with so many people who are thinking about it and it's frustrating for them and it's top of mind. But I'm telling you, if you can work on it and focus on it and learn you can get better about these mindless kind of binges and mindless snacking that are probably holding you back, especially if you have a, a goal to be healthier, fitter, stronger, et cetera. You need to be able to be present around food. I can't say this enough. It's important for me that you understand I have other areas in my life that I have to work on right now where I haven't been you know, as present or as mindful or as, you know, in tune with what I'm feeling. I have ignored things. I have just kind of, you know, um, been mindless in some areas. So we all have them areas that we need to work on. And maybe someday I'll talk more about that, but you're not alone in this idea that, you know, um, we all kind of have our thing. If food and mindfulness and or mindless eating is yours, this is a tool that can help you as well. You can probably use this. <laughs> For me, I'll probably use, is this helpful to me? Is this helpful to my body? And is this getting me to my goals in other areas of my life? It's just a way to get in tune with yourself and ask yourself, why am I doing these things that bother me so much? Like, why do I keep doing that? Take a little bit of the pressure off too um, while you're going through this about weight loss. A lot of people are, when you're focused on a weight loss journey, there's a sense of panic. Um, every day matters and I've screwed it up again today. So try to take that pressure off yourself and just start working on your relationship with food. Um, I uh, One other thing I do in the, the um, mindful eating approach is I always approach my food with a spirit of gratitude um, and I think that's really helpful too. Like, I'm not trying to lecture us here, but we have access to everything in abundance here in the United States, obviously in many areas of the world, but just, there's just so much available and so much abundance. I don't even think we're thinking about the fact that we have the ability to have food on our table easily to be able to eat great food. Um, so make it special and make it something that isn't just kind of like stuffing your face with, um, you know, uh, volumes of things when you could just potentially slow down and enjoy a smaller amount of something. Um, so gratitude is key. Um, Maybe even saying a little prayer of some kind uh, before your your meal and and slowing down the process before you <laughs> shove shove it in there. Um, I just keep having this visual in the closet because I have had clients who have told me that they're sort of embarrassed to say it, but it's helpful to just say it out loud. Like, you know, the kids go to bed and I'm just sort of like stuffing myself, and I I didn't have much for dinner, and I was really good all day, and then boom, you kind of ruin it at night. And people have shared detailed experiences with me like that over the years frequently. And if you've never shared that, at least if you can kind of come to terms with it, that might be something you do. Um, 
it can help you to slow down. And then the last thing I wanted to mention are trigger foods. Um, definitely people have these. There's something that you feel like you have to have in your cupboard for your kids or your husband or your wife, whatever it is, um, you don't. If there are things that are around that are difficult for you, get get rid of them. It, nobody needs them around. If they're not helpful for you and they're in the house and they're creating this issue, I don't care if it's if your kids like them. Your kids, you can go get what you need for your kids. In fact, that's probably a good idea. So you can go see or somebody had to drive to go get whatever junk food they needed. But like, do not have things around you that are hard for you, you, especially if you're the, you know, primary person who's responsible for taking care of kids. And this is a frustrating habit to you. For me, it's like, you're the most important person here in this dynamic. And if you aren't healthy um, in all the ways, then there's really not going to be any way that you're going to be able to, to lead by example. Um, so clear out your house of things that aren't helpful to you. And if you need treats, go, just go get them. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's also in line with this mindful thing before you get in the car and go get whatever it is that you think you need, ask yourself, is this helpful to me? Is it helpful to my body? Is it getting me to my goals? Have a spirit of gratitude. Ask yourself if it's, if it's a trigger food. And I would keep a daily journal of these things with each meal. So it's going to sound excessive at first, but take this approach with those three questions for every single meal. And what's going to eventually happen to you is you can graduate from having to write things down. You can start to see your patterns. Wow, that's interesting. Every day at 3 p.m., I seem to want to binge. There's probably a reason for that. It might go back, you know, a long time. That's when you we all came running home from school and stuffed our faces with food. Um, for me, it was four o'clock in the afternoon for many years because that's when Jack would come home from school. I seemed to struggle a little bit with transitions, I guess, apparently. Um, and then snacking was like this kind of like an anxiety relief for me. Um, so and all of that is fine, but if you're not where you want to be and you're not in a healthy body, these are things that do need to change. And I think you should feel confident that you can do that um, with just slowing down a little bit and breaking that cycle. So write these down um, for as long as you need to. And then eventually you just, I've had many people do this where they just start to ask themselves those three questions. And it's, it's like, it's kind of like just clockwork. It's not hard. You don't have to think about it anymore until you build some of those healthy habits. If you feel like you're going to go into a binge, one thing you can do too is I've done this with clients. Um, it's all takes a little bit of discipline and desire. And I realize that, but before you have whatever thing it is that you think you want, have a piece of fruit and then ask yourself if you still want the thing. Um, you probably won't. But if you do, at least you gave yourself a choice and and you have stopped the mindless snacking. It can be really hard to see kind of the damage that you've done. But I, one of the hardest things to do is track it too. If you can track that food and those calories just to see and better understand um, the impact 
sometimes that's helpful for people too. Not everyone. If you're going through this process, you may be feeling like you need to be a little bit more gentle with yourself um, and just go through a period where you are really connecting with what you're eating, why you're eating, what it's doing for your body, and then learning to make a different choice. This is all about choices. Nobody force feeds us, um, <clears throat> you know, I don't think. Um, the hardest part about this is it's all kind of our own hand to our own mouth in terms of um, our intake. And so to the extent that you can make that a choice, you can make different choices. So once you realize that it was your choice to consume it, it's your choice to kind of learn to pivot and do other things. Now, these, these issues are deep. If you are somebody who has an eating disorder, get help for that. You should not be suffering alone. I know that help for that is really difficult to find. Um, but what I'm giving you here now is a strategy that many of those programs and therapists will use to help you be a little bit more mindful about what you're doing. It's, it's never going to be something that anyone else can do for you. It's not about finding the right coach, the right app, the right calorie mix. It's about staying present and it's about making sure that you have enough food. So when you're working with me, the goal isn't to starve you. It's to put you in a slight caloric deficit so that you can lose body fat over time in a way that's healthy and sustainable. And I know that sounds boring, but one of the other reasons people binge is because they cut carbohydrates, which stop doing that. Their calories are too low and they put themselves in a cycle where I'm overeating dramatically one day. And then the next day I'm under eating, thinking I'm somehow making up for it. And then I do that again and repeat that pattern and I'm back in the cycle. Staying consistent with food intake is my goal for people. The problem with that is a lot of people who want to diet don't want to take the time to go about it the right way. And this is just the way it is. We want it to be fast, which I understand. We want it to be easier. We want it to be um, kind of this painless process. But the truth is, Losing body fat and changing body composition and changing your habits is difficult. And um, it's going it's going to have to start with a, a mindset shift for those of you who struggle and um, taking this approach to just slow down and be patient. I always say, give me a year. Follow me for a year. Trust the process for a year and you will be different on the other side. This is not a matter of weeks or months, especially if you're my age and you've been doing this for a long time. It's not about finding the right, you know, foods that are going to help you once and for all lose weight. It's while that's important, it is about caloric intake and stopping the cycle of you know, mindless eating for many, many, many people. Um, I think also being really in touch with your feelings around food, why you're eating is important. And doing this work is part of the process of recovering from some of these types of disorders, whether it's binge eating, um, 
that cycle of, of binging and starving yourself, which is one of the more common ones. So let's get back into the body. I know that sounds a little woo woo for me, but I believe in this. Um, cause I think we're just moving really fast. I think we're consuming a lot of garbage, obviously social media and food. Um, and I don't think, I think it's difficult for us with the pace of the world and the pace of information to stop and slow down. And I think it will feel really good for you. I know it does for me. It feels, you know, taking this approach for a while feels to me like self-care and you can do it through the holidays and don't, don't put pressure on yourself to diet and change body composition at the same time. This is just an approach to slow down, stop the cycle and hopefully, um, help you build some new habits around food. So if you have any questions, please always reach out. Um, you know, I'm available in many areas and um, I'm, I'm totally happy to help. If anything helped you here today, please uh, five-star review is always helpful and awesome and uh, share the show. And hopefully this helps you guys have an awesome holiday season and I'll talk to you soon.